Last time on Eidolon Pop. Well, BB learned the hard way what happens when you cross me. And I think it's time for all of you to see what happens when someone who really knows how to manipulate people has a chance to work his magic. Was that? It's a, it's a Strix episode this week? Ah, fuck. You are sitting in the back of a mail truck. I think there is a mailer daemon up front driving and another one, uh, like, sorting mail. And uh, another one just kind of sitting on the little uh, bench seat next to you. Just kind of, I think the seat is, like, too high for him, so he's just kind of, like, dangling his little legs off the edge of it. So, uh, you like your job? You know, it puts uh, puts uh, money on the table or whatever the expression is. Money on the table, huh? Yeah, you know, I said it. And then I thought, eh, that's probably not how that goes, huh? <laughs> Honestly, it's a little surprising to me that you guys use money. Well, we don't. I mean, listen, money can mean a lot of different things. I'm, you know, I'm trying to speak, you know, confer- convey information in a format you might understand. I get it, I get it. You know, I'm just trying to make some small talk. Um, trying to relate to yous! <laughs> well, you know, we're. I think we're kind of both working stiffs, just trying to trying to put some bread on the table. Oh, sister, I don't know about that. I mean, I ain't going around blowing up no univoices. Well, we all earn our keep in our own way. Yeah, I guess so, I guess so. So, uh, you know, they're like probably gonna definitely kill you when you get there, right? I, I mean, I don't understand why they would do that when I can provide a useful service to them. Well, don't say it in one, yes. Uh, do you have any tips for me to not be killed? Like, what, what, what do they want? I mean, they want for you and every alternate version of you to be dead. So, no, I guess I don't. I can't say I got much in the way of tips on how to not be dead. Yeah, but we've already killed a couple of your guys. Like, they can be logical about this, right? If there's one thing I know about the Humanity Bank, it is certainly that they can be logical. Okay, I think that's good for me, then. Alrighty! Uh, the truck slowly comes to a stop, and you are escorted out. Uh, there is... Just a towering skyscraper in front of you with uh, a large sign over the door that just says Humanity Bank in very kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, austere lettering. Not much for decoration, I see. Yeah, no, uh, great calculator, kind of an old business sort of fella. Anyway, you head right in there, the receptionist will, uh, show you where to go. Alright, thanks for the help, mailer. 
You got it! And uh, the truck pulls away with him. He's he's standing on the street, but he's holding onto a bar attached to the back of the truck, and he's just sort of lifted up into the air as he gets dragged off by the truck. I fucking love Mailer Demons. <laughs> I need a Mailer Demon plushie. But... <laughs> and you squish it, and he goes, Hey, it's a living! <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get... Uh, Fucking cease and desisted by Nintendo for doing the toad voice. I wonder if there's like a chart somewhere they're like between minion and toad, this is the safe zone. <laughs> uh but yeah, Alexis, what do you do? Well, uh yeah, she's gonna go into the bank and uh follow the signs to where she can talk to whoever's in charge. Okay, yeah, I think you walk in and you see um, there's a very large bank floor. It's got a very ornate uh, marble flooring. There are windows kind of lining the walls that people are lined up at, uh, you know, talking to tellers. It's kind of a mix of humans and demons here uh, in line waiting to do business. But um, sort of right in the middle of this room is a large reception desk. And uh, behind the desk is a woman. Um, about half of her head looks like it is carved out of stone and is completely immobile. But with uh, the other half of her head, her her one like real eye kind of lights up and the right side of her mouth smiles at you. And she just says, uh, Hello, hello, come on in. That You're, uh, uh Miss Alexis Lorenzen Wright, I believe you're expected upstairs. Ah, uh, yeah, can I go up there right now, then? Absolutely, I'll let you know they're coming. You're just gonna want to, uh, head over to that elevator there, and, uh, you hear a slight mechanical whirring as she rotates, and with, uh, her right arm points towards an elevator. You notice her other arm is just lying, like, limp at her side. And, uh, head on up to the, uh... 14th floor, and uh, I'll make sure there's someone there to meet you to show you where to go. All right, and and just to just to confirm, this isn't any kind of trap where I'm going to be killed, right? Absolutely not. You have an appointment. You are here for business. I knew that mailer demon was just yanking my chain. Thank you very much, Miss uh, uh, Joanna. <gasps> uh, Miss Joanna. Well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And uh, yeah, she just smiles at you as you head on uh, over to the elevator. You uh, head up and are escorted into an office. There is um, a demon sitting behind a desk in here. I think he's uh, he's kind of tall and sort of portly. He's got like a nice uh, like dress shirt with sleeves rolled up and like suspenders and he's got one of those like green plastic visors on and he just goes... Uh, yeah, all right, all right, yeah, come on in, come on in. What can I do for you? Hey, uh, so, I'm to understand you, I, I know you're hunting some of the people that destroyed the universe, and it seems like some of the spears that you've sent to hunt them have been, uh, well, they kind of been getting killed by them, haven't they? We have, uh, had some problems with employee turnover lately, that is true. Now, before you go any further, though, I do want to make something very clear to you. Did you have any idea how many active targets there are in the neighborhood right now? How many, uh, versions there are of you and your, uh, little, uh, buddies? 
Uh, it seems like it's uncountably infinite. Well, it's not that high, although it'll trend that direction over time. Right now, there are thousands of different groups of you just wandering the streets. So, I need you to understand that, well, uh, if you've got information on the ones that have been uh, taking care of some, some of our spears, uh, that's appreciated. Helping us to uh, get one group of you people is not exactly an incredible boon. Well, if you have thousands of us that you're hunting and only seven spears of hell, that kind of sounds to me like yeah, you have a few job openings. Well, Andromalius takes care of the bulk of uh, the targets. Uh, you know, he can uh, copy himself infinitely, of course. He's dead. He's still got, you know, several hundred thousand copies roaming around, but they're mostly focused on ones that haven't woken up yet, so... Yeah, I guess we're a little short-staffed right now, but, uh... Not really sure how you giving us information is gonna help with that. Well, I think I can do a little better than that, even. I mean, I was taking down Andromalius all by myself, and he's apparently, what, your best guy? I mean... Nah, not really the best guy, he's just the most efficient guy. He can really, you know, knock him out. The others, they're more specialists for the, uh, difficult cases. Frankly, with my knowledge of not only myself, but what I've learned of the others... I'm probably one of the best, uh, hirees you could possibly have walk in your door. Whoa, 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 what are you trying to say here? I'm trying to say, in exchange for immunity, I'd love to apply for the opening of one of the Spears of Hell. Now, you understand this is a job done by demons, right? Like, not really sure this is, uh, your speed. Well, what does it take to become a demon? I don't know. What do you mean? You don't turn into a demon. Listen, we're productions of, you know, unconscious energy from the undertow. You're a person. Different kind of thing. Oh, so you don't have any kind of, like, non-discrimination policy? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh. I might have to take this up with someone up higher, if that's how you're going to speak to me. You understand that I would be completely in my rights to just kill you right now, right? Okay, let's say you kill me right now, and then more and more of your spears are going to get taken out by us, and eventually you're going to have no one left. And then you're going to wish that you had hired me back then. Give me a dazzle. Okie dokie. That's my glam score. Oh, one. Awesome. That is a natural 12 plus one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he just sort of goes quiet. He's tapping like a pen on his table as he leans back in his chair and just says, um, Why are you so eager to help us? Well, quite frankly, I would prefer to not be obliterated from existence. And I can't say I have a whole lot of attachment to those folks I met. So you would seriously rather spend the rest of your life hunting... I mean, what, what happens when we assign you to kill a version of you, huh? I mean, it's not me. Yeesh. <laughs> and those are the people I'd be best suited to hunt. Ugh, lady, maybe you... You know what? Maybe I misspoke. Maybe you were born a demon. Shit. 
That's what I'm uh, telling you. All right, well, this this is not a call that is in my hands, all right? I understand. It's an introductory interview. Yeah. Stay right here. If you try to leave, it's going to go bad for you. I got to go have some conversations. Sounds great. And, uh, yeah, he gets up and leaves, and you hear him lock the door as he walks off. Uh, BB. Yeah. Meanwhile, you are uh, standing in a different elevator in this building, riding it up to uh, the very top floor. The elevator opens up. The entire floor is uh, just one gigantic office. There is uh, just like sort of black marble everywhere. There are statues of like what look like people screaming as they're being tortured by devils everywhere. Uh, There's like a waterfall, like a water feature thing, but the spout of the water is like lacerations on a tortured person in hell. It's like they're bleeding water out into a nice little bubbling brook. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, in the middle of the room is just a very large, like, oak desk, and a thin, gaunt man in a business suit is just uh, sitting there uh, with his hands folded, and he goes, Oh, hello, come in, come in, have a seat. Uh, BB walks very comfortable, very confident. Uh, she is wearing a very well-fitted uh, re- dark red business suit, and she has her hair up in a bun. As you get closer, he stands up and reaches out to shake your hand and says, uh, My name is Astaroth, the Grand Calculator. I'm going to be uh, your new boss. <laughs> nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Please sit down. Um, I just wanted to go over a few of the uh, finer points of this uh, new job with you before uh, mm-hmm. setting out. This is a very um, irregular arrangement, I have to say. I think it makes perfect sense. We want the same thing. I suppose so, yes. Um, my job here at the Humanity Bank is to oversee all of the uh, bureaucratic technicalities required to maintain the neighborhood and keep it in good working order. I am completely beholden to the decisions made by the Humanity Homeowners Association who have decided to appoint you this job, so... Uh, I have to admit, though, that if the call were mine, I'm not sure I would have granted you this, uh, arrangement. Well, then, we, we both must be thankful that the call was made by people who know what they're doing. <laughs> Miss, uh, you'll, you'll uh, reap my benefits whether you want them or not. Ms. Bear, well, uh, again, you were put here by someone above my head. I am your uh, direct report at this point, and I'm not certain she that salutes. it is... Yes, thank you. I'm not certain that it is. Uh, it, it behooves either of us to start this professional relationship off with uh, that sort of uh, sarcasm and... Uh, uh... Animosity? Animosity, yes. I was trying to find a milder term for it, but you've you've hit the no, nail on the no. head. I completely understand. I'm sorry if I if I'm brusque with you. I'm I'm used to dealing in high pressure situations, world 
of entertainment and business is really cutthroat. But I am more than willing to be a useful tool for your team. Well, I, I, you certainly sound sincere. Um, what I was going to say was, again, you being here would not be the decision that I have made. But uh, you at this point have a very rare opportunity to impress me. Uh, if this first assignment goes well, and uh, well... <laughs> Your life depends on it, so I'm sure it will, but uh, if it does, then I think that could be the start of a very productive relationship between the both of us. Perfect. Well, uh, I should show you around a little bit. Obviously, you're going to be working in the field primarily, but it's good for you to get acquainted around here. We don't want to waste too much of your time. I know the, uh, the clock is ticking for you, but... Just, uh, we've got a little bit of paperwork for you to take care of, and, uh, that will we'll get you on your way. Sounds delightful. And, uh, sorry, I, I just want to make sure we're not keeping you too long. How much time do you have left exactly at this point? I don't have, like, a mark on me, right? To, no, you don't. No. The mark's on Carly. That was on Carly. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, if you just say a number, you know, we can estimate it. The hasn't amount been very long. of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been maybe yeah. an hour at most. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, matter of fact, why don't we cross-cut from there to the exact amount of time on yeah. Carly's chest? Wow, it's 20... No, I don't know. I can't remember. Did we say three days? Two days? Yeah, th- yeah, we said three days. So it's probably like, I don't know, 71, 15, something like that. You know. It keeps going down. It now says 71, 15. 71, 15 till what? Like this one bit. Are you like? Does it hurt? Are you like? Yes. Okay. Every time that the number changes, it's like a different incision on my skin. Okay. Oh, um. You, it's not great. Do you want me to see if I can like pause it or something? Uh. Yeah. I would um, appreciate that. I try to focus one more time to see if I can like affect the the. Uh, clock at all. Give me a beat the odds plus elegance. Okay. Boom, boom. That is an eight. What's my elegance? And minus what says a seven. Seven. I think that if you completely focus on it, you can keep it looping. But if you like stop focusing at all, the clock just starts moving again. Like it takes all of your attention to keep it paused. Shit. Um, okay. um, can I? It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. Let me let, let me tr- let me try doing my my brain thing at it real quick. Uh, and okay. Strix is gonna Please dredge. Be careful. <laughs> dredge the undertow. Yeah, give me a dredge. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me double check my stat. My Carly voice is totally gone. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Wait, that is... Give me a second. Quentin! There we go. We're in. We got it. Uh, Quentin. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, that's a 10. That's a 10. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you intuitively understand, Strix, that that clock hits zero. Carly is dead. Um, I think you have flashes of memory of... Uh, Similar things happening before to people. Did you know those people? Maybe. 
uh, it's it's not super clear. Um, you also get a feeling that this clock is somehow tied to somebody that Carly cares about. So, uh, good news and bad news. Uh, which would you like first, Carly? Um, good news. Well, the good news is I can tell that the clock, it, it has to do with someone you care about. It, I, I'm not sure who, but somebody you love is responsible for the clock. Ron gasps and looks at Abby. Oh, hey, no, oh, what? I, I mean, um, I, I have a time I, thing, but I didn't know. No, no, no. No, no, like, I care for for Abby. Same, I, I want same. Abby to do good, but no offense, but there are other people my heart is more attached to. Carly, I've known you for, like, six hours. It's okay. Yeah. I, you're yeah. great. I, re- I like same, you. Same, same. It's okay. Yeah, no. You remind me of a younger me. Thank you. Yeah, you're cool. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this is probably about my wife. Okay, okay. Well, that's that's good. That's good. Got the good news. Got the good news. Do uh, you think she has a clock like this? Not sure. Um, what's the bad news? So you you know that whole uh death thing y'all have been teaching me about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when when that hits zero, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Okay, so we have 70 hours to find BB and save her before she dies, right? I I suppose that tracks. I don't know who gave me this, but maybe it's a blessing. Like now we have a timeline. Fire on our asses. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. Well, where where should we go? What happened to your gay box? Your gay, Gabe, Gabe. I'm right here. Two two questions. You don't know anything about this. Points at numbers and chest. No, I'm unfamiliar with whatever is happening to you. Okay. Second question. Is there any way we could get to? To Ursula? To Bibi? I'm unsure. However, we are not very far from the park at this point, and Lord Beelzebub may be able to assist you. Yeah, Beelzebub. Yeah. Okay. I've still got a bad feeling about this. Alright. Yeah, but... I, like, try to hold Strix's hand, but, like, does he have hands, or is he just wings? It's... I- it's th- it's kind of something we touched on before. He he kind of works on cartoon logic, like he has wings, but he can use them like hands if need be. Okay, so I I try and I'm just like <laughs> desperately trying to find a hand to hold and just like <laughs> patting at it. Oh, uh, like it, it, it'll be okay, okay? Yeah, thank you. Well, we will we'll look out for each other. Thank you, uh, Luke. Yeah. So, uh, before we started recording, I went ahead and uh, spent some level ups I'd gotten on Strix, and I took uh, Shadow Reading, and I did just successfully dredge the Undertow. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. And I want to I try some bullshit with this. Okay. Uh, this is not going to be Strix asking this question. 
Uh huh. This is James asking this question. Okay, yeah, I, I can allow that. Wait, yeah. which which James? Uh, I assume the James Tricks used to be. Yeah. Okay, I figured. This, I just yeah. This to... yeah. I, I know it's kind of confusing because there's multiple Jameses now. But yeah, no. This is the this is the James that is buried deep in Strix's whole shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to ask this question of Gabriel Bede. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Uh, if the heart of glass is what was holding the original universe up, yeah. What's holding up the neighborhood? Um. So the heart of glass, the point of it was to contain Teoth because if she was freed out into the undertow, she would sort of infect the estate and corrupt like human thought mm-hmm. and render people um bo- like so devoid of meaning that they just like can't really even like it, it, it's so I, I should I should clarify. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm asking less about the heart of glass as far as its immediate function as a prison. Okay. I'm asking about the heart of glass in terms of it being a load bearing piece of architecture. Sure. So you're asking what is the load bearing piece of architecture to the neighborhood? Yes. Okay. Um, that would probably be the um, sunshine battery. At, in the basement of the Humanity Bank, it is a massive store of uh, liquid sunshine generated by Astaroth's ability, Steal My Sunshine, which can uh, <laughs> transform happy memories into starlight. Uh, that is connected by pipes to all of the undertow homes and the incredible amount of energy radiating out from that is what allows uh, people to transform their thoughts into entire universes. All so right. without that central piece powering the entire neighborhood, it would all kind of uh, fall apart. And it could maybe be, you know, rebuilt. It wouldn't be totally destroyed the way the estate was when Teoth was freed, but it would be a massive problem. Duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this is the question when I'm playing my nice character. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I think as you're all talking about, uh, you know, heading off uh, to the park to find Beelzebub and uh, hopefully find a way to, you know, BB and Sloan and whoever else, you're suddenly hit with a wave of exhaustion. And it starts to occur to all of you that um, it has been like, a whole ass day that you've spent out here, uh, and you've gotten into multiple, like, life-or-death fights with magical demons in that time, and have had very little time to rest or eat other than, like, some apples. Oh, God. Yeah. These apples, apples, while good, I don't know if they're gonna keep... I'm so tired. Keep doing the tricks. Is there... Hmm. bro, is there a place we can rest at? One moment, and uh, you see just sort of numbers and, like, maps flashing across his face before an exclamation point pops up, and he says, um, there is actually a house nearby where a large party is being thrown. Sure. That doesn't sound like a good place to, like, uh, okay. All right. sleep, but okay. They'll probably have beds or couches. 
It is being held in a large mansion. Okay. There is a number of beds. Wait, who's the... who owns the house? It belongs to... Uh, a... Christopher Masters the third. Dustin, get in the call? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you can't fucking trick us again. I knew it. We know like, what's coming. Who is Dustin? <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Gabriel. I'm talking to your master. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I, I met a Chris once. Is that this Chris? That is not this Chris. Oh. It's a pretty common name. It happens a lot. It's only the second one I've met. There's a lot of Chris's. I know like three. Chris, Christopher, Christine, Chrysanthemum. Chrissy. Hmm. I don't know that many Chris's. Christophe. Do, do people share names a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I have a cousin named Abby. I have a, a neighbor named Abby. Oh, is she nice? Yeah. I think she works in like the theater company or something. And she's in like... Across from us in our penthouse, That's or nice. like below? Yeah, no. Do you do you think I might meet another Strix? I mean, maybe there's it, there's an infinite multiverse, so statistically, yeah, probably yeah. several. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, let's go to the party. Maybe we'll find a Strix there. We can probably spend like a couple of hours resting and figuring out. Well, I guess we're going to the park, so six, eight hours shouldn't be too bad. She says, looking at her chest as it contorts. <laughs> uh, I can try to sleep. The party is being held right over there. And uh, Gabe points over to, like, a huge, uh, like, gothic mansion. Like, it looks like Wayne Manor, basically. Oh. Huh. Hey, hey, Ethelwolf, this seems like your kind of place. It is a quite a fancy establishment. Please, uh, at the wolf, if you can do me a favor, don't start destroying any machines you see. It's not our house. We don't want to get kicked out. Honestly, I just I'd love to do a Rip Van Winkle right about now. <laughs> yeah, sure. I actually know what that is because of school. Yeah, me too. Yeah, how school? Uh, it's That's not the time. But yeah. Yeah. I tell me about it later. Yeah, it's yeah. Wait, 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 was Rip Van Winkle a badass? Did he fuck shit up? No. I... The words you say remind me of him, and yet... No. <laughs> he was mostly known for his excellent sleep hygiene. <laughs> that is inaccurate. <laughs> Oh, Who Gabe coming in with some hot Rip Van Winkle analysis. <laughs> I do not believe it is particularly controversial to say that sleeping for one century is not healthy behavior in a human being. I thought it was 20 years. Whatever. <laughs> now, Gabe, if you're criticizing, like, if you're going to jump in with an opinion, at least have an informed opinion. All right. Fine. <laughs> I like sassy games. <laughs> That's called character development. <laughs> Honestly, he threatens to run a little bit too close to Lady Luck if he gets too sassy. <laughs> Gave in a long, flowing cocktail dress. And <laughs> All right, artists, you got you have a deal now. Gaby Luck, make it happen. 
Dave doesn't get much fan art in general because he's kind of complicated to draw. Yeah. <laughs> now put him in a dress! <laughs> put him in a dress! Gabe in a dress! <laughs> but yeah, let's go to this party. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's play the podcast. Let's see if we have a dress for Gabe. <laughs> All right. We need to bring this energy into the party, holding the box over our head, like uh, all yeah, right, just yeah, chanting, you... "Put him in a dress." <laughs> you, you all head over to the uh, the stately manor and uh, open the front door, and then I'm just going to mess around in Skype for no. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Members, Man, like, who's you in were call? so smooth the first three times. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the fact like, that it's I the fourth time. Yeah. yeah. I don't exactly need to. Uh, anyway, Wait, the let's guest see. this time is a clone of Ty? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I told you not to get into illegal cloning. <laughs> It'd be great for the podcast, but morally it's gray. Uh, listen, right. we got to have our characters like fight each other somehow. So, <laughs> God. Christopher. Yes? Tell me about yourself. Oh, well, my name is Christopher Masters II. Uh, I once was a member of the nobility, the the noble master's family. But I didn't much care for how they did things. They and their fellow nobles got their money through ill-gotten gains, and my family helped them launder that money through a series of art transactions that, of course, all stayed within the nobility. I didn't want to take part in that, so after I got my idol on in a coming-of-age ceremony, I came up with a plan to abscond with my inheritance and uh, create a uh, create a hidden mansion in the forest, where I intended to start my work of taking down the nobles by stealing the very art that they use to launder their money. All right. Uh, I think you are currently in the middle of uh, a massive uh, gala. Is that how you say that word? Gala? Gala? gala. I always gala. said gala, but, you know, gala. you do you. You're Let's say GM. gala. You know what? In this reality, it's pronounced gala. All right. <laughs> well, so also, just, just real quick clarification. Are you the second or the third? Because Gabe said the third before we brought you in. Look, maybe I'm a little off my game today. Okay. <laughs> Everybody has slip-ups sometimes. Okay, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get robot. you that dress, Gabe. It's okay. We'll, we'll get you a dress and a copy of Rip Van Winkle. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I am I am Christopher. I am Christopher Masters II. Uh, Gabriel must have me confused with a, a descendant he saw in a later part of the timeline. <laughs> right, of course, obviously. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. You're in the middle of a huge uh, gala, because that is how it's pronounced in this reality, uh, <laughs> being thrown by the uh, noble Valentine family. They are uh, having an exhibition of uh, a ceremonial dagger, a rare treasure that has been in the Valentine family for generations upon generations, uh, known as the Blade of Michael Valentine. Fuck you. Yeah, that's Ooh, fair. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, really just an excuse to throw a really big expensive party for a bunch of rich fuckers. And uh, you have taken this opportunity to heist the blade. 
Um, you have a uh, contact in the family, the youngest daughter of the Valentines, Virginia Valentine, uh, gave you some insider information on the layout of the Valentine Manor. Um, and your plan is to steal this dagger while it is on display in front of a huge crowd. It may seem like a difficult task, but with the power of my idol on King and Lionheart, I can cloak myself from detection by merging into shadows and attack from hiding by launching bladed weapons made of darkness. So it's pretty helpful for the, these sorts of dramatic heists. All right. Uh, yeah, I think you're currently in kind of the main, uh, like, hall. I think on one side there are long banquet tables. There are all kinds of, uh, like, just roasted meat and vegetables and uh, things on one table and that people are sort of uh, taking plates of to eat at another one. Uh, there's a big sort of dance floor in the middle of the room. There is a stage with uh, a small band. I think there's probably like a pianist and a uh, like cellist or whatever uh, playing very fancy music. Just <laughs> maybe I'll just dump in some like public domain <laughs> classical music for this one. <laughs> Hell yeah! Save Maxie some time. <laughs> is that Chopin? <laughs> Maxie learned Chopin. <laughs> and uh, behind the. Uh, musicians sort of on a very tall pedestal encased in glass is the uh, dagger. It is a large uh, dagger of a beautiful sort of silver colored blade and uh, a gold hilt with stained glass inset into it. And uh, at the very tip of the hilt is a small uh, pyramid shape. Um, you have been planning this heist for months. You've got every detail down. At this point, it's honestly going to be automatic. You know every single beat, and nothing is going to interrupt this uh, meticulously thought-out uh, plan. When suddenly there is a commotion and uh, a loud thud as a group of weirdos uh, drop directly onto one of the tables. Oh, I wish we had a... I wish there was a way that didn't involve us falling onto things every time. Why can't we just, like, enter through a door? We, I thought we did. I, every time I think the, it's gonna be the different. Door, the door becomes the ceiling and then we fall. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah. We, we need to get, like, a rope or something. I, maybe we maybe we get a running start next time. What if we roll it? No, but that could be worse. Next... Yeah. Oh, hey, everyone. Oh, after you, Hello. How are the guests mm -hmm. reacting to this? I think they are less, like, frightened and more uh, taken aback by the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? By just the poor manners on display. I think they <laughs> are. Are they reacting to the giant owl? Only, the, the, only the poor manners of the giant owl for, uh, uh, you know, arriving to the party, A, so, uh, you know, loudly and brashly, and be so underdressed. I am wearing a lovely dress. Thank you. So not gonna do anything for the distance clock, is it? <laughs> uh, is it gonna do anything for the distance clock? I think no. Wow. Okay. These people are. These people know how to party. <laughs> I think I'm making the call that in this universe, there's a couple, uh, you know, shades around. <laughs> Canonically, Abby is wearing a cute dress, so fuck all these people. 
It's a cute dress, but this is a formal event. You are underdressed. I am wearing overalls in a flannel shirt, so I definitely am. Yeah, and Ron's, I think, still wearing his Walmart vest, unless he's lost it, right? <laughs> hey, aren't we all dressed like cowboys now? Also, I like, yeah, also like cowboys. Oh, right. <laughs> it's all dusty. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Burgess, you are, like, the closest to being appropriately dressed for this party. Oh, he, he, he is well-dressed, but even he knows he is underdressed. He's wearing, like, black tie at a white tie party. Yeah, exactly. You're wearing, like, a, a morning suit, and this is an evening affair. Yeah, for comparison, uh, Christopher is wearing a white shirt with a dark blue cravat, a black suit, and black dress pants. Uh, he also has a cape with a black outer lining and shimmering indigo blue inner lining. <laughs> Tuxedo so, mask, great. good to meet you. <laughs> Does he have a domino mask? Very important. I, I assume that these galas uh, are are masked affairs. <laughs> uh, yeah. other, otherwise, Christopher would never be so bold as to uh, mingle with the guests. We can call this a masquerade ball. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. We're just gonna go sleep in one of the rooms. Yeah, It'll don't. Be don't totally worry. fine. Are you? Are you Chris? I- excuse me. Are you Chris? Well, at, at this ball, I could be anyone. <laughs> I mean, to, to me, you could be anyone at any point in time. I am asking if you are Chris. I, I, Chris sort of, like, tugs at his cravat a bit and <laughs> says, uh, if you would like to engage in some banter, perhaps we could do somewhere, do that somewhere more sure. appropriate. Yeah, that's totally fine Preferably with, with a bed. Yeah, bed beds. But, yeah. Please. Uh, Couches will be good too. We no, can go not like to... that. No, 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 no. For sleeping, I'm not. No. Wait, what else would it be for? We can go to one of the lounges. I'm sure. D- are there are there other things for beds? Uh, Strix, I'll I'll teach you about sex later. It's okay. Don't say S E X. He's not a child. We can teach him what sex is. What? Excuse me. If you would follow me, uh, I believe we are causing a commotion at this moment. Yeah, I, I think uh, someone who is clearly one of the help has approached you, Chris, and says, uh, Excuse me, sir, are these uh, individuals with you? Oh, yes, they are They are some friends of mine. It's no need to be concerned. They did not quite realize uh, what exactly the dress code was going to be. Uh, don't worry. I will take them aside and uh, I will inform them of uh, proper procedure around these parts. Yes, please do. This isn't some New York flapper party. This is a formal affair, sir, and I'm going to have to ask <laughs> them to leave if they continue to raise such commotion. Do, do not worry yourself. Uh, we, will, we will go aside. I will uh, inform them of the proper procedure and uh, we will come back and be... Uh, most assuredly, very pleasant party guests. Very good, sir. He, I think he uh, just kind of gives you a small bow of the head, but he is, like, glaring daggers at you. Anyway, if you all would follow me. Uh, and I think Chris, and Chris will uh, try to lead them to, I think, a, is it called a drawing room? Uh, I'm sure, th- yeah. I'm thinking of a place with... Uh, like couches? Yeah, yeah, a drawing yeah. room is what I'm thinking of, with, like, uh, uh, 
just a small side room with uh, various uh, things to sit on and, or, or rest on uh, where you can have a more private discussion. Oh, thank God. Uh, so Chris is going to sit down on in one of the chairs and uh, wave his hand to um, signal to the others that they should rest as well. Uh, and then he's going to ask, who are you and how did you know my true identity? Good sir, we are weary dimensional travelers on the run from the vile spears of hell, who I fear may come for you soon as well. Spears of hell? They're demons. Apparently, uh, my coworker here fell in love. Or not, not, not. Anyway, we found out about a goddess. Abby immediately starts blushing and like looking away. <laughs> anyway, we're we're trying to find my coworker's roommate who might also be in control of the universe. And then a clock showed up on Caroline, who's also dating me in a different. Anyway, that's probably not your problem. Don't think about that. Um, that is quite a lot to take in at once. You you said you were dimensional travelers. Yes. Uh, don't make me show you the creeping flesh clock in my chest. It's it's believe us. Yeah, it's very unpleasant. Oh, don't worry. I would I would never force you to debase yourself in such a manner. It's not like on the tit. It's like on. T- <laughs> Oh, I see. I, I I apologize. I misunderstood. I'm not. I haven't been flashing my tits to everyone. <laughs> your what? You showing your? I did. I did not wish to assume where it was located. You re- you know, women have areas that are their chests that aren't boobs, right? Uh, yeah. You do yes. know that. I, I understand. Would... I okay. just. Why I do not understand why you are being so hostile to me for trying to be polite, given how little information I have acquired at, at this point. I'm going to be honest, you're probably the one of the best guests we've encountered in one of these. Yeah, honestly, I'm sorry, we're just very tired. Well, I literally have a flesh clock in my body that every time it moves, it hurts me, so I'm on edge. And we've I... been we've been fighting for our life and running for like 24 hours. I see. That does sound rather stressful. Well, tell you what. Um, if I have something here I need to do, specifically when you came here, you probably noticed the fancy dagger in the middle of the ballroom. Uh, I am here to acquire that oh, shit. particular dagger, and once I've done so... Uh, you are all invited to my mansion, where you may get some peace and quiet for a bit. Hell yeah, only reason this master's guy here is here is to fucking stick it to these fucking stuffed shirts. Okay, alright. Yes, that is certainly a way to put it. You have a way with words, Ron. Um, no gods, this master's. <laughs> oh fucking hell. T-shirt. <laughs> oh God, the first Eidolon t-shirt <laughs> you have to get through a season and a half of the show to get the joke is the thing that's the best t-shirt yeah so uh, I do not wish to impose upon you since I did already plan this mission with mm-hmm. just myself but with your arrival I, I do have concerns that they will be more 
vigilant of anything else happening, especially around me. Uh, if you would be willing to give me your aid in distracting the guests, I would appreciate it. That's. For, can I take like a two-hour nap? One-hour nap. It's. I just. I need to sleep for a just a little bit, please. Certainly. Oh, thank God. I have some. I have some things to get done. I still have to get to wherever their power box is to take out the lights. But once I've done that, that will be the signal that the heist is officially underway. Okay, and you want us to distract them? Yes, please. While the lights are, when the lights are gone, I will be making my way to where the dagger is stored as quickly as possible. Uh, if you could uh, try to distract as much attention away from its storage as you can, I would greatly appreciate it. We, I mean, yeah, we can do we, that. I think we're kind of good at making big messes, so yeah. Do we but have so- to? Do, do we need different outfits? It sounds like what you're asking us to do is a classic Animal House situation. <laughs> Ron, you know that's an old movie. All the universes. In all the universes, it's your favorite fucking movie. <laughs> I, I don't understand what a farmhouse would have to do with this situation, but I, I assume you have... Terrible first date. That is a terrible first date. Classic snobs versus snobs. <laughs> I see. In any case... Um, I invite him over so we could mess around, and instead, we watch fucking Animal House. I like the movie. I'm not, I'm not going to invite you over to watch a movie I don't like. I, I invited you to my dorm room. Never mind. Uh, I don't believe a, a change of clothes will be necessary. After all, you will be waiting here for the most part, and once it once the heist begins as proper... You won't be having to spend that much time in the in the ballroom anyway, as we will be shortly absconding uh, once I have obtained the dagger. Oh, okay. Abby's so, like a little disappointed she doesn't get to wear a fancy dress. <laughs> I promise you that once we're done, we'll find like a universe of parties and, and, and ball gowns. And it's going to be you and Sloane and me. And Ursula, and we'll have fun all through the night. I promise. I believe there is a universe comprised entirely of fabric. That's hmm. that sounds know, really pleasant. I appreciate you trying, Gabe. Thank you, uh, Chris. Re- upon seeing Abby sort of slightly deflate at that, uh, Christopher reaches into the inner pocket of his uh, suit and he pulls out um, a piece of paper and unfolds it uh, to what is a a hastily drawn map of the of the premises, uh, and he hands it to Abby and says, uh, "If you wish to prepare for the occasion, there would be a, a bedroom on the second floor that may have outfits to suit your needs." Abby, Abby, kind of grabs it and then just kind of looks at like Carly with like a. Eh? Mm-hmm. You want to go have a. Uh- Dress up montage? Yes, please. <laughs> I wonder if they have like a nice suit I can wear. Strix, do you want to wear clothes? Uh, sure. Oh. Ooh, we'll get you a cool tie. Yeah. With a tie. Ron, do you want to? I mean, do you, I don't know. Everyone you... else was talking about wearing pretty dresses. I kind of want to do that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ooh, we're going to get Gable dress. <laughs> 
I think before uh, Chris heads out to do his thing, um, he's going to ask, so I did notice that Strix is not strictly a human being. Uh, I've only seen one of his type a few times before, and they had all been blessed with the gift of Eidolons. Is... Oh, we all have Eidolons. Ah, I yeah, see. we all have them. Yeah, tell we me, got you, fam. In your universe, are Eidolons strictly tools of the nobility, or are they randomly assigned upon birth? I didn't get my Eidolon until we... I traveled a dimension. Yeah, until we were in the neighborhood. I mean, I, I didn't know they were real, Ron. I assume, unless. If you had yours the entire time you were working at Walmart, I have many questions for you. I've had mine ever since I woke up in the slime. You're a special slime. case. Hmm, that is a fascinating and somewhat obtuse variety of answers, but it does answer the question I had at hand. What about, wait, Burgess, what about you? I, I think it awoke somewhere in my century-long berserker rage. Huh, so you got yours naturally. We we really have to we have to ask you about that sometime. Well, regardless, it is good to know that you will be prepared in case this goes south, shall we say. Yeah. Things usually go south with us. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Well, perhaps perhaps with my skills we can help it go more south southeast. You know what? I'll take it. Um, you go to prepare. We're all gonna go get pretty. Um. So I have I have a question, uh, and he's, he's not gonna like stop them from walking off to the to the room. He's just gonna ask this, you know, while we're going over there. Certainly. Um. So I think I'm kind of putting something together from context clues here. Do all those people out in the ballroom there have superpowers too? I am afraid so. Oh, hmm. that makes things harder, but not impossible. Eidolons are strictly given to members of the nobility upon a coming-of-age ceremony. Oh, I hate that. Yes, it is one of the many tools at their disposal to uh, keep their power and wealth in their possession. <laughs> it's been so long since I've gotten to be mean to Luke. You sure did just give me, like... <laughs> 500 Eidolons to come up Luke, with, huh? Luke, check whatever band Dustin's Eidolon is from. Uh-huh. Just open, open all the albums and have the tra- track list ready. Uh-huh. And just be ready. <laughs> okay, this one. This one's a grass one. I don't know. Whatever. This, one, this uh, one's Bulbasaur. Uh, deodorant? Vine <laughs> uh, after vine. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I think with... With your Eidolon, Abby, yeah. and with mine, we'll be able to distract them. You, yours is, like, literally made to do it, so... Yeah. Alright, let's go get prettier. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on. Alright, we we have a, a dress-up montage. Yeah. You wanna just tell me your your ballroom look real quick here? What What's, like, the era we're trying to hit here? I think so, we've already invoked, like, five different ones, yeah. but just kind of, uh, I was going for, like, mid-18th, uh, mid-19th century. I would say anywhere between, like, 1850 and 1930 is for his game. 
I I don't know enough about fashion to be specific. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna say I'm, Strix's dress is green. We, we get Strix a cute dress. Um, I think Abby is wearing like she actually decides to not wear a dress. She's wearing like pe- like like a petticoat with a little bit of tail and um like like breeches like like I forget what they're the fancy ye old fancy pants. Um, with some, uh, with some knee-high boots. Also, I apologize, it's not a petticoat, it's a doublet. That is what I'm wearing, with, like, a little tail. Uh, Caroline is wearing, uh, a nice, very nice, fancy, uh, double-breasted, uh, suit. Hell a nice yeah. coat, and a light, nice, like, uh, um, not handkerchief, but, like, a nice, uh, I can't remember what it's called, cravat? Uh, thing in her chest that's not a tie and it's like a fancy ribbon. Yeah, that's the cravat. The the same yeah, thing that I am wearing. Yes. Yeah, but hers is like maybe like lilac and then the dress is, uh, the suit is black. You want to get in on this action, Ron? Uh, I'm, I'm real simple. I'm just, whatever, uh, what, what, uh, what Jamie Foxx is wearing in Django, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what, uh, Ron got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ethelwolf <laughs> is wearing a a like classic white tie suit with the the tails that go down, and then where the rose would be tucked in, instead he just tucks in his hammer. Beautiful, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and Gabe, I think Gabe is wearing a beautiful, like sparkling purple dress. <laughs> Gabe has no strong opinions about this. Oh hey hey you're back. Uh, how was uh, how was all that quality time with those uh, those fucking clowns over there? Hmm? Did you have a did you have a good time? The fucking animal and that little parade he's got going. Bunch of fucking dumbasses. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'm here to talk about uh, about this here Patreon because uh, I mean. Let's face it, you got to pay for this shit. I mean, we we got we got we got to make money somehow, you know? Am I right? Am I right? Anyway, so uh basically, if you subscribe to the Idolon Playtest Patreon, you can uh just subscribe at the $1 level. You can hear uh this show a week in advance. You could have been hearing this last week. And uh, you know, that's um that's some pretty good shit. You could be listening to, uh, if you're hearing this on the free feed, you could be listening to uh, the next episode of Eidolon Rock. Listen to a completely different set of jackasses. You could be hearing them right now. Doesn't that sound fun? Uh, let's see, for $3 a month, you get access to uh, Luke's GM notes. Gonna be honest, I don't know who this Luke asshole is, but uh, apparently he's got some notes that I guess some people want to read. I don't fucking know, but yeah, $3 a month, you could have read them. Uh, you also get a design podcast with him and some lady named Molly. I don't fucking care. They get the, they talk about the game they're working on. I don't even know. But yeah, three bucks a month, you get to hear them talk about the game. We hear the big the big money. The big money, though. $5 a month. Uh, you get early access to the game. I don't, I don't know how they're still working on it. If it's done, I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway... But yeah, five dollars a month, you get access to that game, and you get uh, you get our 
eternal gratitude. Really, really, really appreciate the customer. Uh, oh, hey, hey, uh, some bonuses. Uh, if they if the Patreon hits seven hundred and fifty dollars a month, uh, they are going to start a second show called Idle on Playlist, where they're going to uh, they're going to do uh, an extra show where they talk about the music that people's Eidolons are named after. What? what? Is that right? What fucking, what fucking music? Okay, okay, sticking to the script, sticking to the script. But yeah, if that hits $750 a month, you get that extra show. Apparently they're going to start with The Killers. And whoever, whoever that is. I mean, that's a great name for a band, I'll tell you straight up. I have no fucking clue who they are. Uh, let's see... Oh, uh, apparently they have a special, they have a special uh, thing going on right now, or they're gonna really suck you out of your money on October first. They're going to, uh, they're gonna temporarily create a Patreon tier for a hundred dollars a month, essentially for a hundred bucks, hundred smackaroos. Uh, they'll let you pick a band because I get, I guess bands are just the thing they're doing anyway. In between seasons two and three, they're going to do a bunch of mini-series, each of them like four episodes or so long, and they're each going to be themed after a band, and if you pay a hundred bucks, you'll get to, uh, you'll get to pick the band. I I don't really understand how all this works, but hey, uh, keep an eye on the uh, Eidolon Playtest Twitter, and uh, and on the Patreon itself for all the details, there's going to be some hot deets, and uh, that's going to be starting on October 1st. And I guess if you're hearing this on the free feed, I guess that's already started. But, I mean, this is – they're asking money for this, so it, it probably works out. I don't know. Uh, any fucking way. There is one final uh, bonus you get from the Patreon if you end up giving these uh, jerk-offs your money. Uh, for five bucks a month, you get your name read. So uh, now i got to read this, uh, this list of even more assholes. So many fucking assholes. All right. <clears throat> All right. Here's, here's the people whose names I've been told to read. Uh, Casey Cosmos, June B, Christopher Pragados, uh, May Lover, John Klingle, Nola Pfau, uh, Lachlan Cleland, Ellen, Brule, Elliot Clark, David, The Z Mage, Ultimate Trainer, Liam Black, Robert Wilson, Bizarre Logo, Ryan Ball, Matt Palladium, Rem Diaz, Crass Pants, Paradotted, Cleo, AJ, Alexander R. Hooten, and Megan Anderson. So I hope you uh you all feel like that that five buckaroos was worth it. That's quality work you're getting out of me. Uh anyway, you're all probably just eager to get back to here in the fucking barnyard or whatever's going on over there, so Get out of here. Uh, While you are all getting dressed, um, Chris uh, split off from you to go find uh, the power box for the mansion. Yeah, okay. um, Give me a beat the odds with elegance for your your sneaking attempt here. Ah, fantastic. That is my best stat. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a... (laughs) <laughs> I rolled a one and a three. Uh, <laughs> Good scene. The gentleman should learn to uh, wait to boast until the deed is done. Uh, or perhaps I could push myself. 
You could, you could. <laughs> okay, that is significantly better. Uh, that's going to be an 11 total. 11 total. Yeah, then in that case, yeah, you slip out of the uh, main area sort of open to guests undetected and into the basement of the mansion. Uh, you have memorized the, uh, you know, guard patrol routes and you just slide right through the gaps in their security. Um, but then you come across something odd. The uh, You find where the, uh, the breaker box is down here, but someone has installed a plate of glass that stretches across the entire room sort of sealing that area off what makes this so odd though is that like it's glass it wouldn't be that like it's not really serving much of a security purpose I mean maybe if you broke through it loudly it would but this doesn't seem like an effective way to keep people away from the breaker box hmm Question, are there lights in this room? Yeah, I think so. Uh, are the lights strong enough and placed in such a way that it's casting, that's causing the breaker box to cast a shadow across where the uh, plane, of gra- uh, plane of glass bisects? Hmm. I'll allow it. Okay, then. Uh, I will use, um, I believe it's... Uh, yes, a fade away to cloak myself uh, with my Eidolon uh, into the shadow uh, okay. in order to pass through the glass without while leaving it undisturbed. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me that Ellie roll just for... Um, yeah. Sure. That's going to be a ten. Ten, okay, yeah. So you've got uh, two hold while you're, you're cloaked in shadows here as you, yeah, melt into the shadows to slip through this weird pane of glass and uh, towards the breaker box. All right. Uh, while still in shadow form, uh, I am going to use one of those hold uh, to uh, generate a shadowy longsword that pierces straight through the breaker box. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you just, yeah, drive a sword straight through it and uh, sparks fly out of it before... All of the lights in this room go completely dark, and uh, things go dark upstairs as well. I think there's probably some candles lit, so it's not pitch black, but, you know, darn near. And I think there is uh, some shouting and confusion as the uh, the lights have gone out. Um, uh, Abby immediately uses, like, turns on her phone for a flashlight. <laughs> oh, that's the signal, right? <laughs> Yeah. Christopher is gonna be so, yeah. has gonna have his mind so blown when he sees that cell phone. <laughs> so, so we're supposed to be distracting. We're supposed to cause chaos. Yep, I think we can do that. Okay, yeah. and then uh, I would like to use my ability to manipulate the undertow and <laughs> and by extension oh, the universe. And the mansion is upside down now. <laughs> Give me a beat the odds plus power oh, for that one. I love tricks. <laughs> Chris already got 100% okay. clear. <laughs> that is an eight. Eight. I think we're seeing inside uh, Christopher's undertow home here. And, uh, How could this possibly be a mixed success? Sorry. <laughs> to, like, slend it. He is, standing, he is sitting in a very fancy, uh, like, armchair. And, like, some ghostly owl wings stretch out from him. And, um... 
I think, uh, I'm not going to sit here and decide why this house is represented. There's a little porcelain house on a uh, nook, whatever. And uh, you try to... <laughs> You're so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's a fucking, it's a fucking toy. You got a fucking toy and then it flips. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Strix, you don't quite have the dexterity to put it upside down. You just kind of knock it over. So uh, gravity does not invert. It just sort of turns sideways and you all fall into a wall. <laughs> I mean, this is a distraction. <laughs> yeah, there's just a horrible uh, crashing and uh, slamming, yelling as everybody falls. There's, like, fine china shattering. I think, um, uh, Abby, you get, like, nicked by, like, a piece of, like, broken glass. Oh, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah, that's really fucked up. I got shot last time. Okay, let's uh, let's try to get to where the guests are, and we'll like throw our idols in the middle of it and try to distract them. You can flash your light at my idolon. That'll oh, make yeah, them look idea. at the reflections. Um. Yeah, I, I assume we all like I lead the way with the flashlight, and we all yeah. make yeah, our way. Um, while they're doing that, uh, yeah. Christopher will be still still hiding in the shadows, um, basically slithering his way uh, toward the uh, first floor that is now sideways. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, being merged into the shadows is preventing you from uh, you know falling, but you immediately sense just a horrible disorientation of your equilibrium, Christopher. Um, the rest of the group, uh, someone roll Ellie and someone else roll to help to see how good you can get down there, you know, as the house is sideways. I'll roll to help. My Ellie is... My Ellie is one. Let's do this. Okay, that's a nine. Five and three plus one. And eight. So. Okay. Uh, then yeah, that pushes it up to a ten. Yeah, you've managed to make your way pretty nimbly. You know, Strix can fly, so that helps. Uh, between Strix and Gabe kind of giving you assistance, you get through the sideways hallways and, uh, make your way back into the, uh, you know, uh, banquet hall. There is just a lot of shouting and yelling as, uh, people are trying to get out, get outside onto solid ground, uh, or just, like, just being completely confused. I think some people are pinned under furniture, um, it's a real mess. And then to that mess, I shout, Human Disco Ball! And I start strobe lighting on my and phone. using the reflections of everyone in that room, I show back to them the thing they hate the most about themselves. <laughs> oh, wow, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's what the Carly Sidelin does. Give me a, uh, beat the odds plus pow, Carly. Um, what's my pow? Or I can maybe see glam, whichever's higher. Uh, they're both zero. Uh, your pow is higher. Uh, no, your pow's one. Oh, I was looking at Mike. I'm very smart. My pow is one. Uh, so in that case, it's a seven. Okay. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna push. It's a one and a five. I'm gonna push the one. Okay. Uh... It's a eight. Uh, five, six, seven, plus one, eight. Okay, yeah, uh, I think that just 
only added to the pandemonium in here. Now people are yelling. They're, I think there's people rending their fancy clothes off of them. They're all just like, I have too much money. It's all stolen <laughs> as they just are just uh, screaming, running around. You've really, you really, what, what you wanted to do happened, but it did not necessarily, I mean, listen, Distraction has been caused. <laughs> yeah, we weren't told to, like, kill them. We're just distracting them. No, sure, but if you were trying to, like... Yeah, I, I don't know. A anything beyond that, you've mostly just... <laughs> yeah, it was a chaotic situation, and you've only made it more chaotic. Uh, I think at this point, Christopher has made his way to... Now that he's on the first floor, he can sort of intuit what's happened, because he sees everyone standing on one side of the house walls. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to make his way to the other wall, uh, and then uh, his idol on um, King and Lionheart will slowly, like, reveal itself from the shadows. Uh, uh -huh. It looks like a, a knight in inky black armor that a sort of Sick. is dripping with shadow, uh, almost okay. like it's wet with darkness. Okay. Uh, and uh, it is going to... Uh, both of them are going to fall out of the wall. Uh, the Eidolon is going to uh, cleave the... Is going to smash the case holding the dagger. Uh, and immediately after that, Chris, as he falls past it, is going to grab the dagger. Okay, uh, yeah, give me, uh, BTLS plus Ellie for all that. All right. Um, hold sure. on, while, while you're rolling, I think Abby goes, so do you think he's gonna come with us? <laughs> like, I, I feel like, I mean, like, like, cause... Chinny didn't, so Chinny didn't, but, like, but I mean, like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, that's a cool, cool Eidolon. What if he came with us? I don't understand us? why we're not just recruiting new friends and making our team bigger and stronger. I don't either. <laughs> so anyway, I got a 12 on that. <laughs> uh, 12. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I think you uh, smash the glass case and grab the dagger all in one fell swoop. It all just goes off exactly as you said. You probably land in like a cool three-point landing on the wall. Uh, right, right in the middle of all the people who are freaking out. Um, yeah, you make a cool landing and then are immediately, like, knocked over by a bunch of people running around. Uh, I'm going to turn to the uh, people who are freaking out and say, I, it was a wonderful party. I bid you adieu. Sick. Uh, <laughs> I, I really hope he stays. He's so cool. How you think he's so cool. <laughs> no, what? It's like tuxedo mask. Yeah, I know. It's very cool. I'm with Abby. He's just cool. <laughs> He's just like Arsan Lupin. I am not denying his coolness. <laughs> I think Abby's affection towards the coolness is very endearing. You're Thank you. I am adorable. <laughs> we should watch Sailor Moon together. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds great. Wait, I wonder if it's the same on both. Yeah. Whatever, we have things to do. I start rewinding. Yeah. I think as you're talking about this, like Chris, completely unaware of the discussion, like uh, jogs past you and makes a motion with his fingers, like toward the exit that says, "You know, time to go." 
Oh, right. Yeah. Here we go. Right, it's time, time to mosey. I want to say for all of this, super fast jellyfish was just kind of floating behind eating sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Well, I think you're being nourished as it eats sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. No, it's, it's great. Okay, I figured I had to do more for this heist, but okay. <laughs> you're doing great, Ron. Not really, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Chris, how, what's your what's your getaway look like here? Uh, I think my plan for getting out now that the uh, exit is on like a wall that is currently like on its side. Uh, I'm going to have King and Lionheart merge into the shadows and create a staircase of sword hilts. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Uh, yeah, you you make a sick staircase out of swords that everyone runs up out of and gets out of. I mean, what what I meant getaway, though, like, beyond that, how are you, like, getting oh. away from the premises? Well, all of these nobles would have arrived uh, either by train or, more relevant in our case, horses. So we're oh. going to steal their horses. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yay, more cowboy! Yes. Yes! All right, fantastic. Yeah, you hop on uh, some horses and uh, ride off into the night. How good is everyone at riding horses? Uh, I think... Yeah, I, go ahead. I don't think it's going to surprise anyone to say that Abby was a horse <laughs> I mean, girl earlier. I do have room for one so, person if uh, they are not confident if they're in their, ri- in their I, riding ability. I honestly think that Caroline also not a horse girl but like has ridden horses and also bikes so it's not too super scared about this yeah Ron sheepishly raises a hand can I, can I ride with you? <laughs> of course you may ride with me yeah. Ethelwolf I know you despise the motor carriage uh, how do you feel about riding a horse though oh he's an expert riding horses he used to do it all the time at his parents ranch what about all that shit about only going with your own two legs? Uh, the horses are made I of I mean, the meat horse is bone. a creature that you have a relationship with, that you have to, like, train, and, you know. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, 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 he's, he's just upset about, like, the metal horses. He's fine with the flesh horse. Sure, sure. Strix, you can fly. Are you going to try to ride a horse anyway? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see that in a dress riding a horse. Uh, horses are flighty beasts. I cannot imagine how terrified one would be to see a man-sized owl try try to ride them. <laughs> Wait, everyone else just gets on the horse. I got to do a, a, a roll. Yeah, <laughs> you're an owl person in a dress. Uh, yes, yeah. Strix. I can uh, imagine a case being made for just about any stat being rolled. So you tell me the the tack you want to take. With riding this horse, well, the uh, I rolled a five on the dice, so unless I can convince you to let me do it with bizarre, I don't think I'm going to make it. I mean, if you can <laughs> explain to me how Strix rides that horse in a way that truly only Strix could try to, I can allow bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I know, I got nothing. Or perhaps you use your connection <laughs> with the undertow to speak to the horse's empathy. <laughs> Strix make a, makes a horse out of the ground. Oh, fuck. Strix That's gets horrifying. on the horse and then, using his power of flight, flips upside down with the horse <laughs> above him and flies off that way. Oh, my God. This poor horse. <laughs> the dress is going to get all moved. 
Why is this uh, this episode is pop yeah. season one? What happened? Yeah, I had notes for a whole bunch of fights. I've basically thrown <laughs> those in the trash. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Listen, no, I'm not saying that in terms of oh, I didn't get to do the thing I wanted to do. I'm saying in terms of uh, you know. We've got other things occupying us. <laughs> I, I just want to say that, for the record, inside that party, and Carly did not see her, there was a Nursa in this universe, yeah. and her Eidolon is Numb Bears, because I was looking at the track list uh-huh. of the album. where came, Numb Bears just, just that's that's a Nursa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, there's, I think there was also a Caroline, because there's one called Wild Roses. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you all ride off into the night. Uh, Christopher, I think as you're writing, you notice uh, on your gloved hand there is a, a tear in the glove and a shallow scratch on your finger. It must have happened when you smashed the glass to grab the dagger. Hmm, unfortunate. Well, that's some evidence left behind. Hopefully not too much. Yeah. Um, this went really well, uh, even with the distraction of your uh, surprise guess. It almost went better than you were expecting it to. There was no defensive Eidolons uh, guarding the dagger. I mean, maybe they just got thrown by the entire house getting rotated. But you're surprised that the security seemed so lax. You were expecting to get thrown a curveball or two here. And I guess you were, but not in the way you were anticipating. Indeed. Michael Valentine is highly influential and not someone to be taken lightly. This uh, seemed more like one of the beginner jobs I did when I was first starting out. Wait, wait, you said this knife was for Michael Valentine? Indeed. This is his prized possession. I had a fucking... I had a real real shitty manager with that name one time. <laughs> that guy was a fucking dick. This one is as oh, well. Oh, God. Yeah, Valentine Records, we... We had bad interactions with them. That name just gives me bad vibes. Honestly. Well, thankfully his daughter has turned out alright. In fact, she's she's the only one I still have ties with from my former life. Molly, get in the call. <laughs> I thought about asking her. <laughs> yeah, that would have been at least preserved like some surprise of, ah, yeah, shit, exactly. there's two of them. <laughs> Double up. Um, hey, this is like Chris. Thank you. This uh, this has actually been the most fun I've had since everything happened. But can we? I need to. We sleep we should. In. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm leading you to my mansion right now. Um, it shouldn't take us too long. No more than uh, twenty minutes or so by horseback. Perfect. Oh, thank God. I'm about yeah. to Christopher, does that dagger have any kind of, I don't know, special abilities or value besides just being a dagger? Not as far as I'm aware. It, I'm, I don't believe it has any special abilities. It, it, its significance is more in its core components and its symbolic value to the family. Hmm. Based on everything I've, Chris has said, can I do an investigate... <laughs> To see if there's anything uh, going on. I don't know. Oh, with the dagger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, that's a six and a three. That's nine plus two. Cool, 11. All right, so you get three questions. Uh, what's hidden here? What's hidden here? Um, Okay, yeah, I think 
you kind of mess with it. I think the bottom is is that a pommel at the very bottom of a hilt? Yeah, it's it's the pommel. Yeah, so there, there's like I said, a pyramid shaped pommel at the the hilt. And as you're just kind of fiddling with the dagger, um, you find that it unscrews and you pull it back, and there is an empty, uh, small like glass vial that would hide in the hilt. Hmm. I pull out the vial. I'm like, uh, oh, was this what you were looking for? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I got was, more questions. That was not but my goal, but it's certainly an interesting facet. Yeah. Like I said, it is empty, but, you know, be a good way to huh. smuggle some liquid. A very tiny amount of liquid. Okay. Uh, what weaknesses can I exploit? <laughs> what weaknesses can you exploit in this dagger? Um... <laughs> As you're examining it, you think the, uh, I mean, I don't know how much of a knife guy you are, Ron. <laughs> no, that was never really Ron's thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as you're kind of just sort of feeling the, the blade of it with your um, finger, you're noticing the the blade doesn't feel especially sharp. The, the tip of it, you know, you could stab someone, but it doesn't feel like it would slice very well. The blade also doesn't feel especially sturdy. You get the sense that maybe it is more a uh, for looks than for any kind of uh, like, utility. Alright, and what poses the biggest threat? Pose the biggest threat? Um, you continue to look at this knife. Uh, you, <laughs> I think you look at the point of the knife like edgewise, which is not well advised to do while you're riding on a horse in the dark, but, you know. <laughs> and uh, you notice at the very tip of it, there is a small um, opening. Almost as if the t- the knife could function like a syringe. Weird. The guy you're stealing this from, this guy had to... Injecting people with weird stuff? It's got a lot of weird injecting hmm, stuff here. I wonder if this plays a part in how the Valentines impart their Eidolons. I mean, normally it's not quite so violent an affair that you use daggers. We're, we have syringes for that, but... Well, all the nobility keep their own ceremonies close to their chest. Well, uh... Don't... Don't, don't syringes go both ways? I mean, they can put stuff in, but can't they take things out? Uh, yes, that's that's true. Hmm. I never imagined the dagger would be used for such a purpose, but it does seem to suggest it has something to do. It's like a it's vampire dagger? Well, if anyway. this has the ability to give Eidolons, we should fucking give this to some randos. What's no, run. Let's just mix it up, baby. Why do those? We let all those fucking prissy stuffed shirts over there have Aelons. Uh He like looks around. <laughs> hey. Well, my my initial intent run. was next morning display it in the middle of town square so anyone can uh, see it and and touch it and know that the Valentines are not as invincible as they make themselves out to be. Yeah, that's good too. That's also good. I I just. He like looks a little sad at like randos were passing by. Like, what? What? When has he got an eyeline? When has she got an eyeline? <laughs> Powers to the people. Ron, will I appreciate the, the idea of redistribute the eyeline? I think in practice it's more complicated than that. What if a fox had eyeline? <laughs> what? 
That's too. That's ridiculous. No, I mean, that, that could never happen. That happened. What? Sure. Of. You know what? I'm talking to my owl uh-huh. friend in a dress. And you're so riding yes, a horse. Of course, it could happen. Uh, that's normal. I love horses. They're well, majestic. You did a couple times growing up, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, you make it to the uh, the master's estate. Um, and uh, yeah, Christopher, you you put your guests up for the night. Yeah, I th- I think I should note that the uh, the mansion does not look like a typical one. Um, in order to uh, scare away anyone who might want to investigate why a mansion is out in the middle of the woods, I think he I think he uh, uh, carefully curates it to look uh, as spookily run down as possible. Uh huh. Uh, so on the outside, it very much has a haunted house vibe, uh, but the but the inside right. is kept immaculately clean. I'm glad that when I just said before you joined the call, it looks like Wayne Manor. I wasn't off the mark. Oh no, you totally had the right idea. <laughs> yeah, I think you all just kind of crash. Like I, Abby, I'm assuming you just kind of hit the hay. Don't even bother getting out of that fancy dress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you all finally get some well-deserved rest, and, uh, before you know it, it is morning. Um, Abby, you wake up, and your first reaction is, like, you know, ah, you got some sleep. Second reaction is that you are in a lot of pain. More- Uh, ow, ow. Uh, just, like, incredibly sore all over. Oh, I don't know if this is weird Eidolon stuff, or if this is just yesterday. I haven't done that much physical exercise in a hot second. Ow. You realize that your back that you're laying on hurts more than the rest of you. Oh, I sit up and, like, gingerly kind of, like, poke at my back to see if it's just, like, tender. Yeah, it hurts. Oh, I... Is there like a mirror uh, yeah, I can go yeah. look? Yeah, I go look. Does is there anything or does is it just no? Owie? I think you look and you have a like very dark like black and blue bruise that is the exact outline. Like it, it perfectly matches how the dress you're wearing is like fits on you. Oh no, my fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I have been betrayed by fashion. <laughs> uh, Chris, you uh, wake up also in intense pain and are discovering a very similar thing. I don't know how you went to sleep, but uh, basically anywhere that your body was touching has horrible welts. Mm, this is quite unpleasant. Uh, I think I'm going to... Um take my shirt off. I'll leave my pants on, of course. Uh, but I'll take my yeah. shirt off and, and look at my back in the mirror. Yeah, I think, yeah, you just have your entire... It's like you have a farmer's tan of bruises. How very odd. Um, I'm going to head into my bathroom and, and take out a first aid kit. I think as you take a few steps towards the bathroom, every... <clears throat> step you take, there's just a jolt of pain across the sole of your foot. Uh, I, I I think I probably stumble to the ground and um, 
as I'm kneeling down on the ground, I'm going to take my shoes and socks off and look at my feet. Yeah, uh, the bottoms of your feet are all black and blue. And as you stumble to the ground, yeah, every point of contact you made with the ground hurt as though you were being, like, hit with just a bat in that in that spot. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's causing this, but it must be an Eidolon attack. I didn't get away as scot-free as I had hoped. Um, I'm, I'm going to, to prevent, um, myself from, like, uh, my skin from touching anywhere, uh, what I'm going to do is, is use my Eidolon to merge into the, actually, how many shadows would even be around? It is morning. I mean, it's, it's morning, but that means, like, the morning sun is shining through the window, there'd be shadows. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna merge into the shadows and, um try to make my way to where the uh, others are resting. Okay, yeah. Uh, Abby, what do you do? Uh, there's no one yeah. in the room, right? I take off. I, Abby's naked, or in her underwear, because I, I don't think she's wearing fancy underwear right, right, from the right. place. Um... And she just, she waits to see if that improves anything. Yeah, I mean, it's not actively upsetting those bruises. I do think you're feeling the same thing Mm. as Chris, though, with your feet. That, Mm. like, just standing up is making your feet, you know, it's as though you've been walking for, like, three days straight. Yeah, I'm waiting for the fucking pun name. (laughs) I know it's, ugh. Lurking. (sighs) It's like, it's like, donut, donut. (laughs) Uh, donut, donut in the background <laughs> the entire time. Um, I just, I think Abby is so like overwhelmed. She just goes, Carly, yeah, this house sucks. Um, Help! How am I doing? You're fine. Everyone else is fine. Huh? I come in. Hey, are you? I'm coming in. Yeah, I'm in my underwear. Okay. It's fine. I, yeah. I, I, it hurts. Okay, okay. I don't have my aloe vera here. Um, no, it's a bruise. It's a giant. I'm I'm one giant bruise, and it's not fun did you to walk. Do anything last night before? I sl- you touch anything? I slept. No, I. I no. It, I as soon as he showed me where a bed was, I fell asleep. It's gonna be okay. Um. We'll figure this out. You could try to use your Eidolon and revert this to your body last night? I don't think I can do it that far. I've only been able to do it for, like, a minute. I can try something. It won't be a permanent solution, but it might help us. Okay. Um, Can I use improvised armor to make, like, a Full body cast for Abby? Uh, you can try, sure, yeah. What What are you making the cast out of? Uh, the reflections of the, of the thing I hate the most about myself. Okay, which is? Uh, how, um, how easily I am pushed around by the people I care about. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, yeah, give me... Do you have to roll for that? 
Uh, I don't know, because it's... it's you sure that's supposed to create armor for yourself? No, okay, yeah, looking at that, I do not think you need to take armor and uh, take, uh... Roll for it in this situation. Yeah, if... You, you've you've yeah. got time to work here. Yeah, I think uh, you turn those reflections into a cast. I think it's probably only touching at a few key spots just to, like, maintain yeah. structural integrity. But every point of contact, uh, hurts, Abby. Oh, ow, ow, no, no, bad, okay. bad, okay. bad, ow, ow, okay. ow. She, like, dissolves it. Oh, this But also now you're sucks. laying on the bed and that also hurts. No, it's uh, all bad! Oh, man, it's uh, like, give me your hands. Uh, what are you screaming about? I'm... I'm a giant bruise and the world oh, is goodness. suffering. Uh, she, well, I have a she, few pills and he pulls out a jar of morphine pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? I work in the entertainment industry. Give me a couple of those. I know how, I know the proper do- I know the proper doses. You're going to get one. No, 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 no. I I know I I do not want no no thank okay. you. No morphine, please. This Oh, I I just put these in my morning me. coffee. They're not Hey, Are hear me sure? out. I think Oh, why is every y'all? Please, I'm in my underwear. You put your pain into a bullet. Only ladies in this room. She's like pushing everyone out. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Strix, you can come in. I don't think you know what. Oh, Strix isn't is. even in the room. He's he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he is a heavy sleeper. Is the uh, thing. I'm sorry, hon. I I have no idea what could have happened to you. Um. I guess I can try this. I'm going to very, very, very gently touch your shoulder, okay? Yeah, her shoulder right now is unbruised because, you know, she had just, like, a okay. dress on. Okay. Uh, okay, so you... Yeah. Hold on. I do want to... You were not in... I, oh. I think you stepped out. I'm wearing, like, a doublet and... Oh, I'm, like... Gotcha. Like, um, like Haru in Persona Okay, 5. okay. So, yeah, no, you are just bruised yeah. all over. Great. Yeah. Uh... I want to dredge the undertow and try to find the the source of this of this. Okay, yeah, uh yeah, give me that dredge. Yeah. I believe my bazaar is like a two. Yes it is. Yeah. That's a twelve. Twelve. Yeah, you reach out and oh, thank very God. Also, gen- Yeah, go ahead. Lady luck. Oh fuck! Oh no! The first time she shows up, Abby in her underwear. (laughs) Okay, all right. Yeah, you reach out and very gently touch Abby's shoulder. You you barely brush it, and you immediately see the bruises darken in the shape of your uh, fingertips. And Abby, it hurts. Oh, you said you were going to lightly touch it. I am sorry. Ow! 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 Uh, Yeah. Um. Carly, you, it, it is as though her skin has become ultra sensitive and like ultra weak to the point that anything damages it. Um, it's, it's not a great scene. Uh, looking around for some kind of explanation for the cause, you notice where she nicked her arm on that piece of broken china. And how the uh, bruising is the darkest right around that area. Fuck. Okay, good news. I know how. I know what caused it. Bad news. I don't know how to fix it. 
Okay, uh, good news first. You remember when you got caught yesterday and I tried, I pwned? Yeah. I point. look, it's way darker there. It started there and oh. spread across your body. The fuck? All right, all right, I'm here. What, who are you? Oh, who wait, wait, what is... You're a Caroline? I'm not obliged to help Carolines. Nope. I've got enough on my plate already. Oh. I am clearly... Oh, hi, lady. Got... What? Strix? Yeah. Strix, you know... Do you know... know this lady? Who are you? Uh, yeah. I... Okay, well, I guess if you're here, I do have to help. What's... What's the problem? What's going on? Okay... Who oh, are I'm Lady you? Luck, goddess is- of chaos and fortuna, etc. It doesn't matter. What are you? What, what are we doing here? Do, do you know? Do you know our people? Do you know Ursula Sloan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh my God! I want to ask you so many questions. You have also, ah! seconds before someone else calls me. If you need help, I need info fast. Her whole body is a bruise. Her whole body is a bruise. I, I, she had a cut yesterday and it expanded. Do you have any idea of why or what caused this? What'd you get cut by? Uh, glass All right, in a well, house. You either got cut heisting. by... Oh, it, it's clearly some kind of glass Eidolon or something then. It's probably either a Virginia or a Michael or a Fraser. Those are the glass people. <laughs> oh, it's a Michael because we stole his dagger. Chris! I think at that point, Chris emerges from the shadows, like, outside the room where, uh, uh, it's Ethelwolf, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Ron R. Uh, and he says, uh, what is... There, there's a lot of screaming happening behind that door. Oh, shit, is that hey. Chris here, too? God damn it. Yeah, Chris Masters, I believe? Yeah, 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 I know. Uh... uh Chris, um, close your eyes and come in. Chris can come in. I don't C- care Chris, anymore. Okay. anymore. It hurts. Uh, Just look at the so wall. Chris opens the door with his eyes closed. It's sort of like his hands out in front of him, making sure he doesn't walk into like a wall or something. Oof, it got you too, huh? Wow, that does not look like a fun one. Yes, it is quite painful to walk across the floor at this oh. point. Oh, oh, hey, is there another buddy, person in sex. there? I, what? Yeah, oh, you've got a Ron. Okay, sure. Why not have a Ron with you? Sure. Okay. This is. Who is the stranger in my house? I have no idea, but she seems to know what happened. She says it was probably Michael or Virginia or Fraser. Well, I don't think Virginia would retaliate against me. She's always been a close friend. Didn't we? We stole it's Michael's most dagger, likely, right? Yes. It's Michael. I never did truly know what his eidolon did. Mm, not sure about that. His eidolons are usually about being a weird, abusive creep to Virginia, so that's probably not what's going on. I, I'm honestly gonna put. Okay, then who's uh, Fraser? I think that name actually pings for you, Christopher. Fraser Lilith uh, is uh, a. He's a lower member of high society. He is often hired to uh, handle security at certain events. You have never gotten. Uh, word of what his Eidolon is, though. Hmm. I mean, it would make sense for him to handle the security for the event. Yeah, an original Fraser would break people into glass. This is breaking people with glass. It's sort of a similar thing. That's probably him. Oh, dear. <laughs> Did you get cut? Yes. Uh, I, I didn't notice it at first, but... Called it. <laughs> I, I think Lady Luck reaches out to uh, Carly for a high five. 
Carly like looks at her like what? No. I I I show my the back of my hand uh, to them um, where the visible cut is. Uh, it seems that uh, I might have gotten a little too dramatic when breaking the glass container. Yeah, my guess is that somehow uh, damaging yourself with the glass has triggered his Eidolon, which is now making you uh, hypersensitive to everything. I imagine when you're walking around, it probably feels like you're walking on broken glass or something. That's not a song title or anything, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> walking on something. Um, walking on broken glass. Uh, I, okay, we know who cost it. We know what cost it. We don't know how to reverse it. I think we do. He like Ron pulls out a gun. Well, we either have well, to kill him or sever his idol on, or just figure out how it's still maintaining a hold over you this much later. Yeah, is there? If I look closely at the cuts, can I see any semblance of the glass still there? Hmm. Yeah, I think you can see a tiny sliver of glass in each cut. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think this is going to be as easy as me trying to remove it, but pass me a first aid kit, and which one of you two wants to take the morphine? Uh, give it to they, uh, Chris, Steve, know what morphine no. is. <laughs> oh, dear. Have fun, bud. Oh, that's take why it. you're all so stiff in this universe. <laughs> if you put your body in the shadows, can you take out the part where you were hurt do you still do you still feel it <laughs> that that's actually a, a good question <laughs> like i mean you can sure as heck try uh i've i've never attempted it before but i'll i'll give it a shot i will i will merge my entire body save for the hand into the shadows okay give me a beat the odds plus elegance chris okay uh that's a that's another 12 Okay, yeah, yeah. I think you manage it. And, uh, yeah, Carly, if you want to give me a beat the odds plus elegance to get that piece of glass out. Yeah, and I have a plus one because of Lady Lug. That's an 11. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, you managed to, uh, pull it out. Chris, you're in the shadow. You, you don't feel anything. Do, just for, like, um, is he still covered in bruises, or do no, they he's just like a shadow gone. guy? But none of the bruises on his hand go away. Oh man, this is ex. Ah, oh, fucking Abby, Abby, I got this one. I got. I never thought this would be useful. You want to see a what magic trick? <laughs> that is the worst possible thing I know, you could I have said. I fucking hate it, but fucking here we go. I want to use Shadow Heist. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, Ty, why don't you read me what Shadow Heist does? When pickpocketing a target, focus your mind on one object you know the target owns, but which isn't currently on their person. That object is now in their pocket. You can use this much once per session. If I was being a dick, I'd say it is technically on her person, but this is way too good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, go ahead and give me that roll. 12. 12, okay. Yeah, uh, Abby, the piece of glass harmlessly vanishes from, uh, your wound, and I guess you don't have any pockets right now, but, you know, it appears where You're, a pocket would be. The dress that's on the bed yeah. has, has the glass. That's true, yeah, it just, uh, the, the tiny sliver of glass just appears in the pocket in your, like, pants. Yeah, pants. Oh, thank God. 
Ron, I take back the thing that you thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Chris reemerges from oh. the shadows. Um, oh, now you oh. feel it, Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, mm, it seems to have been on a time delay. Oh, sorry. That's it's fine. I've I've had worse. All right. Well, I'd give it, I don't know, 60, 65 percent odds. That was the problem. So I don't know. Everyone good here. Everyone happy? Wait, hold on, Sloane. Uh, do you know the the Sloane with the scars and the the that that one? I'm looking yeah, for her. I know Sloane. Can if you see her again, can you tell her Abby's looking for her, or could you tell us where she is? Well, last I saw her, she was in the uh, Infinite Ocean underneath the Neutral Milk Hotel. Hopefully, she got her way out of that situation. Uh, other than that, I can't really tell you much. But yeah, if I see her again, I'll let you know. I'll let her know. Just. Just tell her I miss her. Sure, okay. Yeah, and, and the, tell the to Ursula, too. Uh, which Ursula? Sorry, what, there's a lot of um, Ursulas. Baby Bear? If I met that one, I don't... She She's yeah, with Sloane, I think. I don't think she was there with her when I saw her, but... Uh, oh, I, I guess no. I'll keep an eye out for baby bear. Really? Hey, Come on. Wait, wait. Do you know anything about this? And she shows her chest. Oof. I mean, looks a lot. When I do that shit to people, it looks a lot cleaner. I'll tell you that much. Man, it's been a while since I put a death clock in someone's chest. I miss those hey. days. Okay. <laughs> do you know who could have done this? Ooh, well, it's sloppy, but it looks effective. I'm going to guess it's uh, someone involved with uh, Spears of Hell, Humanity Bank, HHOA. It's all kind of the same thing. Hey, hey I know, I'm new. I'm kind of a, a side one, but uh, we're gonna fight. We're gonna meet this loser frog that makes deals. Can you like tell us like what's what's his deal? What's how do we fuck him? Oh, wait, you're gonna go talk to Beelzebub? Yeah, yeah. It seems to be. It's well, the only idea we have to get to the people we want to uh okay well uh i if he wants to grant you a wish it's probably a bad wish to ask for that's probably the best answer anyone has given us so far yeah listen yeah thank you actually to get some real help out of him but you're gonna have to be real clever like he's an ancient frog that has existed uh tricking people into what they giving them what they thought they wanted that ends up ruining their lives for you know the entire stretch of the human race so when i say you're going to need to be real clever real is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence okay so okay. like um, some like aladdin shit some real like lawyer shit oh fuck do you know anybody that knows like law like the fucking bullshit law down here uh, satan i guess no no, vetoing that one immediately. Uh, yeah. well, well, I couldn't really... But, I don't exactly have his phone number for you, regardless. Anyways, I know you said you're busy, so I'm sorry we took your time. Oh, no, it's really fine. really appreciate your help. It's... yeah. Thank you. Thank you're you very like, much, and thank you for passing on this One of the kindest people we've met in this whole thing, so... I appreciate it. That... Mm. Seems very... Chris is right there. On... <laughs> Chris, you're I'm also sure great. How to feel Thank about you. That particular compliment right now. Gonna not worry about processing it at the moment. Uh, you, she points to Chris. Uh, Fraser definitely had some way of tracking his idol on, so uh, I would say that you have 
I don't know how long ago you got uh, hit with that, but I would say you should clear out of here pretty quick. Right. Okay. All right. Well, everyone's happy. I'm off. Uh, she vanishes. Interesting lady. Kind of cute. Yeah, I really wish I wasn't in my underwear for that. I'm sorry for that. There is a whole lot of stuff happening that I do not have any context for. Well, welcome to being part of a larger universe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want to get away from that Fraser guy and okay, you want some theory. context, there's a pretty quick way we can do both of those at once. I am open to suggestions. Well, you got to try. Gabe, you got. You got. Can hmm? I hold on? I'm gonna get dressed yeah, first if, before we go to the neighborhood. Girl, get out of here. Right. Yes. Uh, let's let's clear out and give the young lady some space. Do you need help putting clothes on? No, I'm I'm sore now, but it's like not. Okay. I don't feel like yell, I'm dying. Yell if you need me, hun. Okay. Well, dude, thank you, and she like she hugs, hugs back Carly. gently, trying not to hurt you. <laughs> so, uh, M- Mr. Masters. Uh, yes. So, uh, whenever Abby's ready, uh, you just need to wake up. Okay, you're going to need to be a little more (laughs) clear about what you mean. Well, uh, you know how you're already awake? I sure do. Well, you just need to do it again. Okay. When I said be more clear. I was I was hoping for some sort of expansion on the idea of what awake means in this context. This feels like Burgess might be able to help with. Okay, listen. You exist as one sphere within a larger ocean of a mental dimension. All you need to do is focus not on yourself but on the whole cognitive realm around you and become one with it. Then you will simply wake up. So what you're trying to say is the experience that I know, the reality I'm familiar with, is simply one of a greater tapestry. And if I can zoom out my consciousness, so to speak, that is what waking up entails. Exactly. Thank you. I did appreciate that explanation. I'm not entirely sure how to do that, but I at least know the direction it's a, it's to go. It's like a dream. You're dreaming right now. You need to wake I, up. I crashed my car, car, car. Carriage. Carriage. That's how I I, I follow the connection to the person that's most important to me. I jumped <laughs> in a big hole. Hey, you're back. I just got yeah. bored. I think Chris... Uh, upon hearing Carly um, mention, like, the person that's most important important to them, I think Christopher suddenly gets a flash of inspiration. And he takes out a, uh, like, a little, um, it, it almost looks like a, a pocket watch. Um, it had, it's, it, it was clearly initially, like, uh, had silver plating on the outside, uh, but it has... Since it's it, it, there's a lot of wear and tear on it. Like it's it's clearly uh, hasn't been um, well polished and taken care of in, in quite a while. Uh, and he flips open the faceplate to reveal a um, to reveal a broken compass. Uh, and 
he looks at it and says, you know, I, back when I first started doing all this, and he waves his arm like across his head to indicate the mansion, I had cut myself off from everyone I had ever known and had any affection for, and they did not want to talk to me. I felt I knew what, what I was doing was the right thing, but I felt supremely alone. And then I met this little fox, and she was... It, it probably sounds corny, but... No, no, this is just like the Green Knight. She was she was my companion for a while, and I don't know. I, I could talk to her in a way I, I couldn't have before to the people I used to know. And one day, she gave me this compass, and I it, it seemed to be broken. It, it only ever pointed towards me, which is not particularly useful. For, for pathfinding. And the day after that, she stopped coming by. I, I still don't know what happened to her. Maybe, maybe she went the way of all animals in the wild and is no longer with us. Or maybe she found some other tortured soul to give companionship to, but. I've always found this compass to be lucky, regardless of how useless it might outwardly seem. I wonder if she knew what was happening all along. I think it's worth a try. Focus on the compass. Focus on on your connection to this fox. I mean, it'll probably See work. She's out there. Speaking from experience, foxes tend to know these things. All right. Well, um, if I succeed, what will happen? Will I ever see you again? Yes, we will be right next to you. It does usually happen. Okay. It well, it's a little intimidating, but I suppose I'll give it a shot. Um,. Christopher uh, f- focuses on um, focuses on the compass um, as he closes his eyes uh, and he thinks about what the compass means means to him and how at peace with the world and with his decisions that he made um, when... Uh, whenever he was sharing company with the fox uh, and he's going to uh, try and feel that connection with the world again Christopher Masters you wake up Eidolon Pop is produced by Audio Entropy. 
you can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Mike at MikeLovesRabbit, Ty at SiriusTiberius, Zoe at Blankzilla, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, Eidolon Pop will be back in two weeks on October 11th for Patreon subscribers, or October 18th for everyone else. And hey, don't forget, October 1st on the Patreon, a hundo bucks, you can shape the future of the show and maybe just promote a band you really like. Just keep your eyes out for it. See ya. See ya.